0: All right, it's Wednesday. Time for the weekly wrap up on Wednesday with Whitey. Whitey, how are you this evening?
1: Man, I'm good. Post uh, had a little too much candy yesterday, but that's okay. We we we'll, we'll get to the gym and make up for that over the weekend. Uh,
0: oh, did you guys Halloween? We did. We did. My daughter did went we- went extremely hard. Did she? What yeah. was she? She was Nesuko. It's a Japanese anime character off of Demon Slayer. If anybody out there knows what the fuck that is, I'd (laughs) please enlighten me.
1: My daughter dressed up like a grandma and she was good. She like had like the, the over back a cane, (laughs) like a, like a George Washington wig. Uh, you know, the whole nine glasses on like a pearl, like string, she, she rocked it too. I usually dress up, uh, actually had a wedding this weekend. We have a Halloween party with some friends up here annual, annually, and it's it's usually a hell of a good time, lots of good food, good drink, good people. But uh, some selfish son of a bitch that I used to work with decided to get married in the fall. Just anybody listening to this, I don't think I have to say it. Fall, fall weddings, are. that's not a requirement, like a, a summer wedding. If you're getting married on a Saturday in football season, uh, you know, good luck with that.
0: Yeah, that's no bueno. I don't care for it. I do. I, I got married in the fall, but believe me, it was planned around the Mountaineers football schedule.
1: Well, we we have a good friend who got married. Um, I think so, there's a lot of feelings about this to this day, but it was the... First year we were in the Big 12, and West Virginia was very highly ranked. We got a lot of cachet coming off of that Orange Bowl win. It was our very first away game against Texas, and Texas was also highly ranked. And the reception of that wedding was pretty much ruined because we huddled into like a clubhouse um, TV, like on like a 30-inch, six-inch, like just a piece of crap, like cube-shaped TV. And watched that texas game for most of the wedding reception it was one it's probably the nicest wedding i've ever been to and no one participated in the reception
0: have just to, have it, to think the bride was not too happy about that i don't think the bride was thrilled with it and she wasn't
1: a wvu alum either uh to say like she didn't claim it so it was uh it was awkward but uh <laughs> hey man I don't, we were you know we we're still in our 20s we were pretty much not really giving a fuck about anybody but ourselves at that point. <laughs> just kind of the way it is. Guilty
0: is charged.
1: We're all we're all beaten down, and now that we've been married a few years and stuff, we're we're we're, we're much better trained than we were at that time. Yeah. And so how about Mister? I mean, we just learned of the passing of the night of the of the legend, the one the end, like Bob Knight.
0: Bob Knight. I I saw him a few years ago on TV, and he did not look good. When he came back to Indiana? Yeah. He almost <laughs> kicked Dick Vitale's ass. I don't know if a lot of people realize that or not. Do you remember that? I mean,
1: that, that would have been a good fight because they're both kind of in the same stage now. I mean, yeah. Dick Vitale's a cancer survivor. I don't know what caught up with Bob Knight, but yeah, dude, he looked like a shell of himself. He looked like a little old man.
0: Yeah. He was. He
1: looked kind of like Mr. Burns.
0: <laughs> it's about as imposing of a figure that has ever lurked in college basketball
1: and talk about a guy that was we always say people were ahead of their time and stuff that got time to just right because if his ass picked up a basketball and started coaching a day like that he wouldn't last 10 seconds
0: no i i think when i think about uh she, basketball and bob knight i think every we're i'm 41 you're you're 42 right Yep. everyone our age that played basketball in junior high or high school, you ran the motion offense at some point. Yes. And that's a direct result of Bob Knight. So his his influence on the game of basketball is he's in the Parthenon of uh, as far as X's and O's goes, one of the best ever to do it, if not the best. But uh, yeah, his, his style it, even when he was still coaching like you couldn't do what he was still doing and he got mm-hmm. he, it caught up with him eventually but i do remember to bring this back to west virginia though the year we went to the elite eight we beat them in the sweet yeah. 16 and that was a great win and he was very complimentary of of our team so no he was he, he was he was a whip puppy at that
1: point he wasn't what he was in indiana um like uh, he was a little more filtered at that point but yeah no, I mean his contribution to the game of basketball, no doubt. I, I mean I, that's it, more of a that's more of a, crit- a critique on our, our society right now than it is of Bob Knight. I mean, I, I believe in coaching guys hard. There's a line, but I mean he. he I mean clearly, as many of his guys love him as, as guys that couldn't stand him, and some guys just aren't able to be coached like that. I mean, I'll admit, like I didn't. I didn't appreciate the way I was coached at West Virginia, and that, that's why I didn't complete my four years. I mean, that, some guys did, and the guys that did are real close. I don't think the guy meant anything it. That's just the way he was. But, <clears throat> I, you know, I just didn't really care for that style, and it didn't jive with me. I'm not judging on Bob Knight. I mean, it, it, his, I mean his legacy and contributions – I mean, I, I put Indiana in kind of that Nebraska class of – I mean, when we were growing up, these were just five-star programs. And what are they now? You know? I mean
0: – shells of their former selves.
1: <clears throat> I don't see – Nebraska's not close. Although, they got off to another rough start this year, and it looks like they're kind of pulling it together. They'll at least be bowling this year. But that's, that's, that's a team that was – uh I mean, them leaving Ohio, Oklahoma and Colorado, those teams separating, those are some great rivalries. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the things. I mean, I'll be honest, until until I got back and started doing this with you, I mean, I'd, I'd kind of divorce myself from college football because I don't like the direction of it. And I think most Mountaineer
0: fans feel the same way. I mean. Well, do you see our schedule? Yeah. We'll get into yeah. that later.
1: The, oh, the twenty-five, tw- the 24, five, 6, and seven.
0: Yeah, the
1: yeah, the, yeah. Tw- we don't go to Boulder until twenty-seven, which pisses me off because I kind of want to go there.
0: They come to Morgantown in twenty-five, though. <laughs> they do,
1: but I, I'm looking at like little mini vacations for this kind of thing now, right? Like that,
0: that's you can't beat that one. I did that one the, in 08.
1: Well, there's Arizona State too. I think that'd be a fun one if any. I went to the Fiesta Bowl <clears throat> after the uh, debacle and that was fantastic. That place is phenomenal.
0: I've never been out there. I would probably be interested in maybe going to Arizona.
1: I, I think a lot of folks from my, my hometown go there, do golf trips and whatnot. It's a great excuse to bro down and go visit some pretty cool places. It's, <clears throat> I think it'd be a good trip. I mean, a family trip too. My, 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 parents loved it. They went to the grand Canyon and whatnot. It's for, for those that don't know, and I didn't know this myself. There's like, you've heard of some cities in in the state of Arizona, there's, there's Phoenix, Mesa, Tempe, uh, Flagstaff. There's like six of those. And then Tucson, six of those cities are like side by side. They're like all in the same area. Like Phoenix, Tempe, Flagstaff—they're all like boom, crammed together. So like you hear about all that stuff. Those cities, Scottsdale, Glendale—they're all in the same place. It's hmm. like what—it's like D.C. and Baltimore. Like in my mind, they're like scattered, but no, they're side by side by side. So there's a hell of a lot going on there, and it is just—I mean, vast. I mean, there's nothing but flat space out there. But anyways, uh, yeah. So exciting to see the new schedule coming out. Um, but on, I mean, we, we can't move ahead too far. I'm, obviously, we're not bitching right away, so things must have gone good with last week.
0: <laughs> yeah, they did. You got to give them credit. They played offensively, we played extremely well.
1: I got to say, man, I, I saw, I, I, I'm really following the Twitter thing now and <clears throat> seeing other folks that are out there and, and interjecting themselves into the sports media on WVU. And I think you have to be a little more fluid than most of our fan base. I mean, I'm, I'll am i be the first to tell you I'm not a huge Neil Brown fan. I don't like how the project's going. I've got one foot out the door. But you can't say before the game we're going to go down there and get our asses kicked. And then when we win, you say, that's not a great win. There's too much of that shit going on with our fan base right now.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm not. any road win in conference is a good win. I don't care what anybody says. We're 7 yeah, and we were a seven-point underdog, right. You go, you go and win a road
1: game, and you're a seven-point dog, and then you got dialogue that's not a good winner, this or that. I mean, put, put, the, put the knives away for a minute. Enjoy it. Just pretend you don't even know who the coach on the sideline is, and, and just enjoy it. Because what we're watching right now is a guy who's coming into maturity with an offense and really starting to play to his potential, almost improving by the week. And I'm talking about Garrett Green right now. That guy runs us off, and it's like, I'll tell you what, man. That ankle injury in the first half, I thought I was going to have to go outside. That was, that was rough. I was terrifying. Dude. We got so much of our our season, which it's funny because I was thinking about it at the time. Man, like five weeks ago, I was ready to put Nico in. And look how much things have changed in five weeks.
0: Green has Every week it seems like he puts up numbers and the numbers that he puts up you hear him mentioned with Pat White, Major and Rashid Marshall. You got to
1: give him credit. Yeah, he's or-
0: he's doing great. He's it, it almost seems like they're getting comfortable with his skill set. They know what he can do and then what he's a little limited at. And but helps when you run the ball, right?
1: That 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 was the biggest thing. And a different order of the cast of characters. I mean, I think that you started with lightning and went to thunder and then you saw CJ unlocked. I mean that's by far the best he's looked all year. Easily. Easily. He I don't I don't want to like pour too much water on it because it's great and it feels good and stuff, but that is the shittiest defense. The second worst defense in the league behind Houston. No. <laughs> so I mean <laughs> Yeah, I know that one stings, but I mean, we did exactly what we're supposed to do. I, I mean, I think I, we thought we were going to have a hell of time stopping that offense. That's just a great offense. The way they're they're geared up. Their their head coach, um, Malzahn. When he when we were looking for a coach years ago, when we hired Dana, I wanted Gus Malzahn. He was an up and comer at the time, and that guy's going to score points. He's like Dana in a lot of ways. Wherever he goes, they put up yards and points.
0: Yeah, I. Fortunately, we created some turnovers, and a lot of creating turnovers is is luck. But I thought they adjusted in the second half and played much better as the game went on.
1: I'm still incredulous as to why they didn't continue to try to run the ball. We didn't have an
0: answer for that. No, no, we didn't. And you mentioned Dana. I, I can. Re- there's something with these guys that have high powered offenses sometimes when they get down a touchdown or 10 i think we had them down 10 a good bit they panic and just start throwing the ball every play because I'm, I'm with you i don't uh, we did not look like we could stop their running game at all
1: we weren't doing shit there for a while in the first half i thought this game was going to be like 50 to 48 or something i mean we were going to it was like a basketball game that one possession we had was the most efficient, I think our second touchdown. I mean, we, it was like, I think the smallest yardage gain on that drive that we had was like seven yards. It was just boom, boom, boom. But each team, for a little bit of stats, each team averaged 5.7 yards a carry. They only ran for 189 yards. Uh, we ran for what? Was it two, 280?
0: 286.
1: 286. So I thought we did a good job of staying with the ground game. We didn't throw the ball. We didn't really have to. When we did, we had receivers open. Drop the ball. I mean, at some point Carter's going to have to. We don't really have anybody to put in there for him. I guess. Uh, did Did EJ get hurt?
0: I don't think so. He. I know he had a. He had one catch. <clears throat> First play <throat> we ran to him. We went mm-hmm. deep. It was there. Just. Yeah, like, we're gonna hit we're one get- of those at some point.
1: Well, homeboy's a little too psyched up, man. First play of the game, you got to let him run into somebody. But uh, the other thing is, we, we can't continue to let Garrett Green carry the ball 20 fucking times a game. The guy weighs like 185 pounds. He's going to get hurt. And it's not going to be like, like I was listening. I was actually at the gym for the first half of the game. I was doing some running around. My kid had dance, so I, just, I go to the gym when she's at dance, And um, I was listening to the Metro News, and Brad Howell's like, His reaction was, "Oh, what bad luck, man! If you're running a 190 guy, a 190 pound guy into the line of scrimmage, 18 plays a game, he's going to get hurt Mm -hmm. eventually. It's just different. Like you need, I mean, I I remember when I was playing, I'd come into the apartment sometimes, and there might be some friends there that aren't around me all the time. I was living with my cousin, so there was a lot of folks from Moorfield in my apartment." And I'd come into the apartment and I'd just be walking in there and they're like, Oh man, what's, what's wrong. And I'm like, nothing. Why? They're like, you're limping. And I'm like, it's it's fucking November. Everybody. is (laughs) like, (laughs) I mean, and I'm not getting tackled. Those guys, they, they get through it. I mean, running back, I've said it and I'll say it. I'll say it again. I've said it before. There's no rougher position in any sport than running back. You are getting pummeled. Well, what does a running back do? Carries the ball 15, 20 times a game. We're doing that with our quarterback. Yeah. Really unlocked in that in that way. But, man, I, I hope we're able to continue to change it up. And, and I mean, CJ went 17 for 121. Jaheem had nine carries for 85. Uh, JJ, he, he had a – I just – Sometimes it's not going to work your – I'm not mad at him. He had seven for, like, what, 15 yards or something? It wasn't great. but No, no. So, so you're seeing more. That's 28 carries between them. That's good. That's good. We need to get those guys to take the totes for about 30 carries a game. And I just want to say this. When you're coaching against the Mountaineers right now, where do you put your defense? I'm putting it on the left side of our offensive line. And I think we're starting to see something else happen too. I think Watt Mollum's a big-timer. I think he's outstanding. He is.
0: He's highly, we, we ro- highly we ro- rated.
1: We rotate guards, and it doesn't matter. We run left if he's in, on the field. Watt Mollum is an NFL player. We have two NFL linemen on our offensive line. Yeah. I believe.
0: Yes. Yes, we do. I think um, – I tell you what, it's really funny on what would have been White's second TD – both of our tight ends held both. Yep. And I, I don't think they had to hold. I think he would have gotten through. I think so. And I think it's, it's to the point when you have a guy like that, all the line has, to. and you've said it all season, all they got to do is get in the guy's way and mm-hmm. Jaheem White's going to bust through. He's, he's a little stocky too. He's not as
1: diminutive as you'd think. Um, he's got a little he, – he's not just falling over when he gets tackled. No. Uh, he's got some resistance to it. I, I think he's got potential. And, and, I mean, I think Neil's being smart about it, honestly. They're not trying to throw 30 carries. And, and a lot of people talk shit. Like, I don't care if CJ leaves. I do. I want all these guys. And I want to have that dimension. I don't I don't want everybody to look the same. Like back when we were, I remember when Noel and those guys were carrying the ball, we were pissed off we didn't have somebody that could get the ball in fourth and one. So then we got, uh, what is that, Clark, Ryan Clark. Mm-hmm. Um, you need different guys for different situations. And if you can, keep them both happy. Christ, in a perfect world, they're each getting 15 totes a game. I don't think you want to give Jaheim White 30 carries a game. Um, there's Not. only seven balls to get around. Not but. at this stage in the game. Mm-mm. And and I thought I was pretty pissed at the defense at one point in the game. We just weren't putting up much resistance. I I lost it a little bit, but I thought in the second half like you said, especially when we made them one-dimensional or they made themselves one-dimensional. Um I I, I thought we blitzed a little bit more. I thought we took some chances and I thought it paid off. Uh I I we think we made some, some decisions and they made some mistakes.
0: Yeah, I think that's what you got to do. I don't think our secondary They're banged up. Talent's an issue. We've said it all year. Mm -hmm. You got to help them out. You got to get a pass rush. If you go man and leave them hanging on an island and they get beat, they get beat. It happens, but the last thing you want is just to get bled up and down the field.
1: You got to get the quarterback off schedule. You got to speed up the process. And We're going to talk a little bit about it here in a little bit. We got a quarterback that will throw you the ball coming to town this week. And I think some of our defenders, what Koba had a comment today about this guy.
0: Oh, Slovis? Yeah. Did you see that? Yeah, he he had a little remark for us when he was Pitt's quarterback. (laughs) Yeah, yep. Luckily for him, West Virginia fans and players don't forget anything.
1: No. No. Another thing, uh, so what if I'd have told you before the game that they were going to average seven yards per play they're going to be nine of 12 on third down and one of two on fourth down. How would you have thought the game was going to go? And, and, and also I think they ended up with 483 total yards. It's actually 16 yards below their average on the year. So like I said, I mean, this, this was an offense that was doing this to everybody and the four turnovers loom very large. Uh, Pretty, pretty crazy, but Defense still gives me a lot of concerns.
0: Yeah, I I can't. I can't disagree there. I the tackling again was an issue in
1: space. I mean, these are Florida boys. Yeah, man.
0: (laughs) That's that's what I was watching watching them. I'm like, man, they're so much more athletic than us. How did how did this happen? Well,
1: we don't really do that thing where we throw the ball. Like, our guys are playing 10, 15 yards off. We did a little. They did a little bit of that, too. Their defense is – man, their defense is bad. Uh, they, bad. They, they, they don't tackle. I, I think I mentioned this last week. Your linebackers are – I was telling someone this. You can watch the linebackers and it tells a story. Your linebackers are either taking a step forward when the ball snapped or they're taking a step back. They showed, there was one play that was highlighted. And it was a draw play. Their their linebackers were bailing out, like hauling ass backwards as soon as the ball was snapped. I mean, they're us around the ball. It was. I mean, I don't know. I don't think. I think that they need to do a reset. Uh, that's their problem, though. But I mean,
0: that you know what that is. That's you can get away with that in the American. Hmm. Having a unreal offense and a subpar defense, and bending and don't break. Yeah, and they're finding out that you can't you can't win like that in the Big Twelve. I mean, we've been there. We know our first year yeah. in the Big Twelve, our offense was incredible. Our defense was. No How doubt. many seasons
1: would you have to go back to find UCF losing five conference games combined? You'd have probably have to go back two or three years.
0: Yeah, they had one year where they went 0 11. I think that was in like 2015. It's been a while. It's been a while. They've been pretty good. They're 0 5 in conference. Them and Cincinnati both have both been really good. And I think Cincinnati's still 0 4, I believe. I think you're right. And I, I, you know what? You read all these comments from their fans and. All summer they were like, "We're going to roll in there, and we're going to be competitive from day one." And no, you're not. You're not. The media believed them. The they media did believe them. Yeah, but it the, the Big Twelve. I don't think there's an elite team in the Big Twelve, but week to week, it is it is a grind. It's <coughs> cause, it's 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 truly like I mean, it's it's the
1: there's the top end of the power five spectrum, right? Right. And then, there, and then there's the rest of it. They're right in the middle of it. I mean, honestly, uh, the big 10 after like the top three teams is pretty shitty. <laughs> like, honestly, the pac 12 is loaded up this year. I mean, I don't, I don't think we're much different than the different than the ACC, except for maybe Florida state. Mm-hmm. It, it, it there's, I mean, but this is a, this is a symptom of the, rec- of the portal, man. There's not a lot of continuity with most programs right now. Um, everybody's having some sort of growing pain that maybe they wouldn't have had before. Uh, it's different when you've got guys in the program, you know what they're capable of. There's a trust element between them and the coaches, and you just don't see that right now.
0: With, uh, How do you build a two-deep? What was that? How do you build a two-deep? You, you're recruiting your ass off,
1: man. I don't – as hard a job as this is normally, like the recruiting element now, you have to recruit the guys you have. That was
0: never a thing. No, and I, I think you said it last week. That's more important than the other. In a lot of ways, yeah. Yeah. Because you start looking at our roster, and we're, we got a lot of guys that could come back next year. And we're not, I don't think we're that far off from being a contender.
1: Well, and you also said it, there's no outstanding teams in this conference. I don't yeah. think next year's any different. And when you return as much of your production as we're going to bring back, I, I think we'll lose Carter, which I'm not even sure what that means at this point. D- does Cole Turner have, what's what's his end? help? Yeah. I think he's a junior. That's nice. Um the Clements a freshman.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Horton's got eligibility. Fox can come back. The whole backfield can come back. There's uh, no proclamation
0: there. The only lineman that can't is Nestor. Nestor. Mhm. Now you would think that Zach Fraser would go pro. I don't you know, know though, man. Centers aren't like Maybe
1: three centers get drafted.
0: Yeah. Where does the first one get drafted? Outside chance second round? Typically. Do you think we could get an NIL deal to match what a second round pick would make for one year? Man,
1: I I think we could, could, I'll tell you this, the guys, I think he's married now. Uh Uh-huh. It's going to mean something. I think we can get pretty damn close. Um, I've, I've been talking to some of the guys that are involved in that. And, and Some of them are a little bit on the outside looking in. They got bigger fish to fry. Um, there's – I think that – I think if they're nudged in the right direction, that that can – you know, which players get what. I think that that's got – that that's realistic. I mean, you can at least – I mean, how many years do you play in the NFL as an offensive lineman? I mean, the average NFL career is under three years, I think. Mm-hmm. Let's let's give him the benefit of the doubt and say he's got a six-year – like six years in the NFL. Well, what is he going to make his seventh year working? I think we can beat that. And he can still play as many years as he was going to play in the NFL.
0: Yeah, and I, I think um, he's a guy who – doing something special, like potentially going to a major bowl might mean something to him where he grew up here. He's from Fairmont. I'm sure his whole family are Mountaineer fans. So playing, playing at home one more year, uh, maybe you can make that sell. If you bring him back next year with that, I mean, that'd be great. It'd be great. Yeah.
1: And that's, that's the other thing I wanted to get into. Like, uh, um, I don't love Neil to this point five years in, but you're five to six. I mean, you're starting over. I wouldn't plan on winning more than four games next year if you got a new guy coming to town. That's just the way it is. Um, you probably kiss guys like that goodbye. So I, I get I get the fans' impatience. I'm right there with you. Uh, it's not fun to live in Pittsburgh when Pitt's going to big bowl games, winning nine games, and 11 games. The last two years, and Penn State's riding high. Um, Although I was never so happy to be wrong about something, I'd said that I thought they'd beat Ohio State. And do I mean I'm so happy they didn't. Now I mean I I was going to be happy either way because there's a lot of Ohio State fans up here too. But uh, just the best part of that game is one of their fan bases loses. So. (laughs) And it, it's got me rooting for Michigan, which after the Rich Rodriguez stuff, I'd never imagined I'd, but I'd rather see Michigan win than Ohio state or Penn state. I mean, that's where I'm at with it. That's
0: where but, I am too.
1: But, but, um, back to the Neil, um, I mean, give the guys some credit. The offense looked great. Uh, the whole game, they even made a little bit, we made some mistakes, some untimely penalties. And, you yeah. know, we dealt with what we thought we were going to lose our quarterback there in the first half and we turned around and, and turned it up and did exactly what we we're supposed to do. We we were six of six at one point inside the 20 yard line scoring, which had been an issue for us. They showed a graphic during the game that we were like 81%. And that's like uh, 97th in the country. So we're getting on the right track there. We had another good third down conversion game. We were seven of 15, which my mark is if you're 50, 50, that's pretty good.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, we, uh, we didn't do shit on defense, but we really did a lot of good things on offense. We did we turned them over. I shouldn't say we took care of the ball. We didn't have many penalties. This is the recipe for us to win. We cannot make mistakes, and uh, we need to be efficient. And we were. We were playing ahead of the chains. We were gaining yards on first down. That was the other stat that I that I heard. What the average first down play for um, UCF seven yards. That's tough to overcome. Very, but we won. And then the other note I had on this game, of our last five games, the underdog has won each of them.
0: Don't tell me that.
1: I'm telling you, man. And uh, so Texas Tech, TCU, we were underdogs. We won. We were favored against Houston and OSU, and we lost. And then we were underdogs at UCF, and we won. So that leads me uh, – where I was going to steer from here is, is to the conference and then from there to the to the preview in the next game. Does that sound good to that you? It
0: sounds good to me, yeah. So,
1: um, in the conference last week, I think the most interesting thing is Kansas got – which – what poetic justice for Kansas to what they'd lost to Oklahoma for what, like 40 years in a row?
0: I think they won a game in 97 when Oklahoma was down, but I bet you that's probably like – 48 needles and of, f- yeah, 48 out of 50 or something crazy.
1: But like now that they never play again, <laughs> like you wish they, if if they had a, pla- like a, like the culture, you know, the black diamond trophy or something like that, Kansas would get to hold onto that sucker forever in,
0: per- in perpetuity
1: forever. Yeah. I don't think that they're going to claim her to get that one back on the schedule as a non-conference game. So that good for Kansas, man. That's good. That's good for the conference too. Let's kick these assholes right where it hurts on their way out the door.
0: You know who Oklahoma plays Saturday, right? No. Oklahoma State. Oh, Bedlam. Bedlam, yep. Bedlam with a guy who's averaging 260
1: yards a game rushing his last two games. He has 178 yards rushing in his last five games. <laughs> he's leading the, con- the country in rushing yards right now. So we put him on the map, but he's staying there. OGT went off again. Ollie Gordon rushed for 271 yards against Cincinnati. <laughs> two touchdowns on 25 takes. I don't know what he caught or did anything there. but And like you said, Oklahoma State beat, beat the breaks off of Cincinnati 45-13. So I, I think that team, I, I would not be surprised at all to see them beat Oklahoma.
0: No, so we would play Oklahoma after that.
1: They might be beaten down at that point. They could that, be. Either way, it's going to be a physical game. That that's one I want to watch. What time is that game?
0: I don't. I I don't know. off to look. I'm not sure. I hope it's <laughs>
1: 7 p.m. like our game. <clears throat>
0: yeah, that's go got to be the showcase game for the for the Big 12. I mean, it's gotta be. It Might be a noon game though. Who knows? I'll I'll look it up. 3:30. 3:30 right.
1: on ABC. Oklahoma's favorite five and a half. The game. Oklahoma
0: State. Who's who's favored?
1: Oklahoma five and a half. It's kind of a sexy little line, isn't? It? That is a very sexy little line. <laughs> um, speaking of our back, back, uh, we were we opened up as an eight point favorite. We're ten right now.
0: How do we match up with these guys? I have to be honest. I have not watched BYU at all this year. Well, let, let, let me let me just mention that. Houston lost forty-one nothing. Okay, that doesn't make me feel better. That's uh, immediately dude. after we beat Central Florida, I, I immediately started thinking, "Why the fuck did we lose to Houston? We'd be Man, four and one."
1: K State is think what K State did to us when Dana was
0: coaching. Yeah, they they got us a couple times, pretty bad.
1: I remember one game I was real excited for when Colin Klein was their quarterback and I, I partied a little too hard. I think I mentioned this on this. I woke up at halftime of that game. I think they already had fifty six points.
0: Yeah, it was over. Long over at that point. <clears throat> um
1: and then Iowa State Baylor, thirty to eighteen, which is another one predictable. Well, I, I think i have mentioned early in the season maybe their coaches on the hot seat. That doesn't seem to have Iowa State doing Iowa State things.
0: Iowa State, I mean, they were left for dead at the beginning of the year. And now look at them. They need to not
1: schedule games with mid-majors because they continue to lose to them. <laughs> what is that? Why Why? Why do they have such a...
0: They lost to Ohio, that's right. Well, and a couple
1: of years ago, it was like North Dakota State they lost to. Yeah, that
0: North Dakota State's a game. If your AD schedules that, you should fire them.
1: Yeah, it's a bad one. But, I mean, even so, like, they're 5-3 and now. They've got Kansas this weekend. They play the same time we do.
0: How about their quarterback? you know who their quarterback is? Yeah, I do. Rico, or is it Rico Beck? Rocco Beck.
1: Rocco Beck. Yeah. And he looks a hell of a lot like dad, too. He's got the big toothy grin.
0: I think we could um, maybe hit that up in the portal.
1: We don't need his ass right now.
0: No, I think I think we're good at quarterback as well, but
1: So showcase weekend for the
0: big twelve. K State in Texas,
1: noon on Fox, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State at three thirty, and then at seven you got Kansas and Iowa State. But I think we'll all be watching West Virginia and BYU. Which leads me into the BYU game. Um this one on paper, I mean, this should be a win. Very <laughs> They're dead last in the conference in offense. They only average 300 yards of offense a game. They're, they're 12th in passing, 219 a game. They're dead last in rushing. They don't rush for 100 yards a game. Um, they're ninth in defense. They're 10th in the, against pass. They're ninth against the rush. 154 yards a game. Nothing nothing great. They're giving up four and a half yards a tote. Slavis is the quarterback. The pit guy from last year. 12 touchdowns against six interceptions. Their running back is LJ Martin. He's got four hundred and thirty yards. Chase Roberts is the receiver. He's got four hundred and fifty nine yards receiving. Each of those guys have four touchdowns. So how the hell are they five and three? Well, they're plus eight in the turnover rate. They have taken the ball away eighteen times. They are they have twelve interceptions, which has to be in the top ten in the country. Their 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 turnover rate is in the top ten in the country. So They've only turned the ball over 10 times. They've taken it away, 18.
0: So take care of the, so go- take care of the ball. Take care
1: of the, we'll the ball. We should, this should be This should be no problem. That, that's. I mean, that's what it looks like to me. <clears throat> I mean, they're tempting to pass one because they're not great against the yardage, but they do they get the ball. So maybe they take some risks. Uh, it might be a good game. I, I mean, are, there, are their cornerbacks nosy? Are they trying to pick off slants? It might be a good game to get a go route. Maybe we hit one deep. I I mean the rest I watched them play Cincinnati earlier this year and that quarterback gave them fits. Uh, he, he's a mobile guy like, like Garrett, but, um, a little bit more of a traditional dropback guy because I think he's six two or six three. Another, I believe Texas tech transfer, (laughs) every guy in the conference, that plays quarterback played at Texas tech at one point, I believe.
0: They're everywhere. It's amazing.
1: Crazy. It really is. But, uh, I mean, on paper, if we take care of it, we do our thing. This one's ours to lose, which scares the shit out of me because we've been really bad with games like that this year. I mean, there's no way in hell we should have lost to Houston. The thing that makes me feel good is the game is in Morgantown. Now, does that mean anything anymore? Is it something else I wanted to bring up today?
0: I don't um, know because I don't think that we'll have a good crowd there. What is it?
1: So, because that's the one thing, like, I was reflecting earlier this week. We start to win some games. We start to do some good things. Is is that enough? Because if your fan base is totally aloof and disinterested, I guess the question is, what does West Virginia University have to do? A five and three team—that's that's respectable. Going to six and three, and then you got Oklahoma. I mean, when I was a kid, this game would be packed. What do they have to do to get back to that?
0: As a program, that's a good question. I, I've wondered it myself. I've wondered if we priced out the casual fan.
1: Is it that or is it like – I mean, this is not a symptom of just West Virginia. Yeah, it's, I think
0: it's Yeah, like it's great watching it on TV now. I mean, the NFL can't get people to come to games. I wouldn't go to an NFL game with a kid. I don't want to get – I was offered tickets
1: to the Steelers game Thursday night, and I'm not going. Yeah, I don't want the
0: shit beat out of me by some drunken fan from two rows behind. Have you seen? I mean, it's out of control. I can't believe I'm the one getting up on a soapbox about fan behavior, but
1: (laughs) it it is something.
0: Yeah, every week you see like brawls with serious injuries in NFL games.
1: The NFL is the worst as far as those things are concerned, which is crazy because you feel like the – cat. I don't know. I guess most of the people doing clown behaviors at college games are college students, and it's kind of contained to that same group. Like You don't see too many college kids fighting adults.
0: No, and I I think our crowd has mellowed a little bit over the course of being in the Big 12. Well, yeah, yeah, because
1: nobody gives a shit about anybody we're playing against.
0: No, but even at the the pit game, there were, I didn't see any altercations. When we played Virginia Tech in Morgantown two years ago, <sighs> they were they were fine. They were in the blue lot, hanging out with Mountaineer fans, having a good time. Which, you know, I don't I don't know how people feel about that, but I don't think I don't think you want the reputation we had. We had a pretty rough reputation, and I think it's better this way. But part of me misses. Part of me misses the old days, too.
1: So so the Mormons aren't going to have to go into hiding if they visit uh, Morgantown
0: this weekend, you don't think? I do not think so.
1: I I, I still just wish that – I mean, I don't expect to sell every game out. I mean, that's a big ask, but 55000 should be doable. Like, what, what is it going to take to get us back to that level? And I, I'm – I mean, uh, there's a lot of people that feel – I mean, you can't go on a message board that Neil's not – we could – honestly, I think we could win a game 70 to nothing and people would still be on their shit on it. But it was a lot like that. I think if there were message boards back when I was a, an incoming freshman, Don Nealon would have been getting similar treatment.
0: No, they, they just flew planes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. It's
0: pretty easy just to do some –
1: keystrokes and hit enter, huh?
0: Yeah, but I, I think there's some kneel fatigue. I do. And I, you know what? I came out and said I was over it. I'm st- I'm kind of like you. Like, I'm not thrilled with the guy, but we have a good chance to win eight games this year. We're eight and four, and you go to a bowl game and maybe win nine games, you're going to finish ranked in the top 25. And then we earlier in the show, we talked about what we potentially have coming back next year, if people can't get excited for that, are you kidding me?
1: I, I try to think about things like, it, so I'm an emotional guy by nature. Anybody that knows me knows that. And you tend to let your emotions govern your 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 feelings on things sometimes. And, and I understand that more than anyone. But before the season, I was asked, and we do this every year, like how many games do you think we win? And I thought we'd win six or seven games. So uh, with the team we had, I thought we were vastly under it. Fourteenth in the conference seemed ridiculous to me. I thought we were, I thought we were a five, six, seven, eight. That's where I, honestly I thought we were, which is right about where we're at.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But we have a chance to be better than that. We have a chance. Like this is one where if you steal a game, you're not supposed to win. I mean, we could be talking about. I mean, this could be a very, very big season for us. we still got a chance to win 10 games conceivably. Um, I went back and I looked because I was thinking about the same thing last week. Like, since 1980, we had won at least eight games 21 times. That's a lot. Mm -hmm. That's damn near half the time. 40%, I'd say. 45%, maybe. So, I mean, you've got to win like nine or ten games for our fans to get out of bed. We're used to winning more than that half the time. And that just struck me. I was like, man, we feel like a much more tortured fan base than that over that period of time. But a lot of that was, man, you look at Rich. Rich was, Rich was on one, man.
0: He was. And I, I tell you another thing. Our fans became accustomed to, and this is a byproduct of having Rod and then Holgerson, we had superstars. We had guys mm-hmm. that you wanted to watch play and top
1: 10 nfl draft picks yeah on off, and right college football royalty doing things that very few guys have ever done
0: even I a mean, guy you like noel devine
1: i know yeah for sure bj Irving, bruce Irvin.
0: yeah n- we don't we don't have anything like that right now there's no russell,
1: su- du- russell douglas right now man he's doing the damn thing he just was part of you he got traded for The guy was a fucking free agent. The Packers pick him up. He just got traded for a second round draft pick.
0: Yeah, you know who our superstar is?
1: Favorites. That's insane.
0: What our superstar on this team? The center. (laughs) Oh well, I think it's the quarterback now. It might. It's changing. I think you're right. And that guy's got a little pop to him. He's exciting to watch. Hopefully, some fans get back on board. I'll never root against the Mountaineers. I'm always going to root for it.
1: And that's, you don't get a higher draft pick. As a Redskins fan, too, Redskins slash football team slash commanders fan, I, I, again, have a unique perspective. We get to the point in the season, it's like we're three and five, which is pretty typical. Do you go eight and eight and do the same thing again? Or do you tank the rest of the season and try to get the good quarterback? Well,. I mean, it's hard for me. You don't get that in college. You just get shittier recruits. If you lose a bunch of games Mm -hmm. and if you lose your coach, you're going to lose. I mean, it's too easy for him to leave. Now you lose, I'd say half your roster, maybe more 70% of your roster. Gosh, damn it. I don't want to go through that again.
0: Neither do I. There's no guarantee that you make the right hire. Neil, Neil was the right hire. That was the home run hire of 2019. We got
1: A ratings everywhere for that. We did,
0: hour. and I, 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 he's frustrating. I get it, but if he finds a way to win eight games this year, everyone needs to back off. Next year, you don't gotta, extend him. No, no, I don't think we would. I don't think we would. I think that would be for him to be extended. I think you would wait until after next year anyway, because I think right. he, after next year he'll have two years left on his deal. And or
1: we'll have to try to find a tape recorded call of him sexually harassing the sexual harassment teacher <laughs> the or something.
0: clients teacher.
1: <laughs> That's I don't know. Whatever, whatever it takes a Michigan state. I, I don't know. Um, the bad contract thing. I, I wonder, I think we've seen the death of the guaranteed contract. I think what, Texas A&M is about to have to come up with $80 million to buy out Jim o. Fisher. That's going to be something to see. It's insane. It? I think he's got eight years left after this year and $10 million a year, and it's fully guaranteed. Oh, who man. Do they,
0: who do they want, though? Someone else. I, I miss the part. I've been watching college football religiously for 35 years, and I somewhere along the line, I miss where Texas A&M is this gargantuan, national power
1: well it, i think it really so johnny manziel and then they were the texas team in the sec well now texas is in the sec very true so i think that that dilutes the pool a little bit for a and m but that's a big money university i'm gonna twist it. so the company i work for has a relationship i went down there several times that place is beautiful man there's a lot of money down there and i mean if you make the drive from houston to uh college station you're passing these like the ranches that you 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 heard about growing up like they've got these like the entrance is like a five hundred thousand dollar thing like the fence and it's got the name and it's this giant arch that you drive through with beautiful stone there's a lot of money down there man and it's texas christ it, you know, I, I've said it. You go to Florida to get speed, you can go to Texas and get a whole football team. They've got everything there. They've got your linemen. They've got your secondary guys. They've got your your uh, your quarterbacks, everything. Uh, there's just there's a shitload of people in Texas. And they, love, they love football. They love football. Love football. Texas got it all. But, I mean, yeah, to your point, it, it 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 always had me scratch my head. And I think he goes back to Johnny Football, man. I think he was the guy, which is funny. Like he was like the coolest guy ever with his money sign and stuff. I and mean, if you t- took his helmet off, he was just some ugly white dude. <laughs> the big ass nose. Like just some dork. But man, he he gave Nick Saban fits when Alabama was the shit. Mm-hmm. It was fun to watch him do it too. And apparently, if you've watched the Netflix documentary, he was showing up to those games drunker than Jake Kelchner.
0: <laughs> yeah, he um, he liked to have a good time. Every night. Every night. I don't blame him. But no, I mean it had to
1: be fun to be Johnny. Yeah. Johnny Manziel when he was in college. Holy Christ. But he made he made a few bucks too. He had, some, he had some good things going on. But anyway, I digress. Uh man, I, I'll be real pissed off next week. It, it, all this all this watching poetic on Neil Brown goes right out the window if we lose a home game to a team we're favored to beat by ten points.
0: Yeah, you gotta win this one. If you want to win this eight a, games and get This is a Go ahead, I'm sorry. No,
1: you're good, man. This is my payout game though. I took I got I got the Mountaineers at five point five wins before the season started. This is this is number six right here, boys. Let's go.
0: Yeah, I think and I think getting bowl eligible means something to this team. Hell yes. I think they, they have higher aspirations than just going <clears throat> to a bowl game, but um I think do You know what do you know what the biggest thing with the bowl game is?
1: I don't. You get you get two more weeks of practice which is half of a spring ball.
0: Yeah, but how much do you do, really?
1: Not a lot, but you start to give some reps to some guys that haven't been getting many.
0: That's key. Okay, that's key then. All right.
1: I also remember some of those practices we would do in the morning, like before classes, and the coaches weren't there. Because December's a big time for recruiting, especially now with the early early signing is in December. Isn't uh-huh, it? yep. So, um, the coaches are pounding the pavement, visiting high schools, shaking hands, watching guys play basketball, and the practices are in the morning, which I—I I mean, it's weird. <laughs> like you're practicing in, under the lights at like 6 a.m., but then your whole day's free. It's kind of cool. Um, you're right. Like, I mean, shit, that was—they weren't the hardest practices. You're just trying not—I mean, everybody's, just, everybody, like I was talking about limping around. Everybody's hurt. I mean, everybody's got this or that, knickknack, knack, bruise. Your ankles feel like they're sprained, even if they're not. Your shoulders hurt. I mean, it's it's a tough time. It's fucking cold in that stadium in December, and I guess we practice it indoor a lot, but outdoor some too. So just depends. It's always like, why the hell we have an indoor practice facility? Why are we outside? <laughs>
0: like, <laughs>
1: blowing snow at 6 a.m please God let us go into that indoor practice facility <clears throat> but uh yeah that's the, that's big because you get these guys extra reps you get to you know um, Nico man what does he do it's a good question he's got, he's got a big decision to make he does he um I hope he sticks it out I like the guy he's I- very like he seems like a good teammate. He seems right in it. I'll be shocked if he leaves, but I wouldn't blame him at all.
0: So he's a freshman this year. Yep. that means if he stays after Green, he'll have two he's years. Got to sit as a on star. the bench two years right no, yeah. wait a
1: minute. Is Green a junior or a sophomore?
0: Green's a junior, like a real junior, not COVID and all that other stuff.
1: So Green only has one more year after this year? Yes. he may stick around. I think those two are tight. They are, unless, unless they're faking it. It seems legit. I don't know. Anyways, let's get back on this show next week and be six and 3 it That'd be great. All eligible, getting ready to go into a, a house money game. Like nobody's going to give us a shot to beat OU. I mean, it, it'd be. It'd be pretty exciting.
0: Yeah, I mean, then, they, they could be coming off a huge emotional win or a huge emotional loss. So, I just I, –
1: I'll tell you this right now, and this is looking way ahead, but
0: looking at our offense
1: right now, we can give anybody problems. We're strong enough up front that we're not going to be surprised by anything a defensive line brings to the table. We have a mobile quarterback, and we have a bevy of of options in the backfield man, it it's I know I'm doing this to myself man. <laughs> as a they mountaineer fan's always they, the scary part, but they look talking good, to man. you a little they talking look- to you a little bit about the basketball program and the direction of that. I don't really think I'm going to be able to say, well, at least it's basketball season. this is gonna be a rough one no. The, cool, no the coolest part of the basketball team is like the coaching staff is like uh. The T B T team from three years ago.
0: <laughs> might be a long year. Might be a really long year in basketball. It does not seem like we're gonna catch any breaks. So well
1: at least well, Bob Huggins is sober now.
0: Yeah, we might as well enjoy football because Yeah. It's
1: probably who knew Bob Huggins. Who knew Bob Huggins was getting all of his calories from beer? <laughs> Guess the guy just doesn't eat now.
0: <laughs> oh gosh. So what do you Coral. think? What do you think, Saturday? Man, I think
1: I think we open up a can. I think we're gonna I think we're gonna win this one. I think we're I, I don't think we'll break forty, but I think they're gonna have a hard time. I, I just think that I think we've seen some offenses that are a lot tougher than this one, a lot harder to, to stop. I think we can kind of hedge on the defense. I think we're starting to get a knack for taking away the ball and, and I, I, I like us to win comfortably. I got us uh, 38 to 13. Ooh. I think we're going to, I think we're going to open up one. I think we're trending in the right direction. And, and I think it's a team that's not going to get complacent because everything's been so hard for them. But I think they're starting to really, we talked about this before a lot. Winning becomes cultural. It's exciting when you get. I remember when we started winning games. Uh, every every Tuesday, you'd sit down as a team. Or I'm sorry, yeah, Tuesday. You'd go through the the reports. They hand you this this notebook, and it would have the other team's players on it. Basically, you're looking at the pages of their media guide, and you're like, this guy does this, and then go see tape. This guy's this big. He, he does this. This guy does that. I mean, it's it's exciting because you're starting to see players. I can. Vividly remember going through the Syracuse. We ended up losing that game. But it's like this is Dwight Freeney. This is the guy who plays opposite him. He's six foot eight. And then the coaches would come up with nicknames for him. And, it, and it's just exciting. And it's like, I think we can do something with these guys. Uh, I think our team's probably getting to that point. And they're watching the tape. They're feeling pretty good about themselves. BYU is coming off an ass whooping. Um, 35-6 to six doesn't feel very good. We haven't lost like that this year. That that, that feels rough when that happens to you. So, uh, they got shut the hell down in the rush game. 26 for 95. Their offensive line is going to be getting a lot of shit this week. Um, but they got the ball rain on them, too. UT was over five yards of carry last week with them. I mean, the game script's there. We should win. Not the ball. Don't throw interceptions. Get off the field with the win. And that this is an offense that's had a really hard time scoring this year.
0: Yeah, and we can't make it easy on them by turning the ball over and uh,
1: tackle. tackle. I don't think these guys are going to have <clears throat> I'm 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 kind of being a little bit I'm profiling a little bit here, come, but I don't think BYU is going to have the athletes that Houston has had that UCF has has that TCU has. So I they, think that things might slow down a little bit for the for the unit they you know
0: don't have air quotes wink, 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 Florida speed
1: I don't think so. not a lot of Mormons in that part of Florida <laughs> where they do the chase the rabbits or whatever.
0: Oh, the muck <laughs> the
1: muck yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> i I got us thirty one fourteen I think um. I just hope we, we spread them out. And I, I, I think they're, from what I, I watch them against Texas, I think they got a little bit of size up front. but They do. Just run around them. We got the guys to do it.
1: Yep. I, th- I, think, I think we're playing against a team we're more talented than this yeah. weekend.
0: Don't make it hard. Don't make it nope. hard on yourself.
1: Take care of the ball. Absolutely. So take care of the ball. Win the game.
0: Let's go, Mountaineers.
1: Let's get him down there.